don't have to work and slave. Planet Electricity, do it for you. You can have you. Uh, I will never say that progress is being made. If you stick a knife in my back nine inches and pull it out six inches, there's no progress. If you pull it all the way out, that's not progress. The progress is healing the wound that the blow, that the blow made. And they haven't even begun to pull a knife out, much less try and pull, uh, heal the wound. You have, have you have they won't even admit the knife is there. Welcome to the land of the thief and the home of the slave. Welcome to America. Not the land of the free and the home of the brave. Welcome to America. Welcome to the land of the thief and the home of the slave.
You are now listening to The Forefront, teaching the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans that you are the children of Israel according to the Bible. In this podcast, we go over prophecy and biblical things to uh, give you insight on these last days. get started with today's class we got a lot to go over lord's will i get through it okay um today's class now this is america America. today's class is called this is america (laughs) population control that was good that was good y'all good boy av booth is on it today. Hey, one more time. What's today's class called? Hit that. This is America. This is America. Population control. Now that's inspired by current events. Uh, so that's what we do. Pull scriptures to make the Bible relatable, so you can go out and teach your people. Okay. Um. Go to Ephesians six and twelve. Let's start out there. Make sure you got your pen, paper, Bible, apocrypha. Take notes as best you can so you can study these. Ephesians chapter 6, let's start at verse 12. The book of Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. Uh-huh. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So um, we've been forewarned by Paul through uh, from the spirit of Christ that we will wrestle against things that are not flesh and blood, not physical things, high places, things that you really can't touch um, as an individual. Basically, the system is bigger than you is what Paul is saying. You can't do it by yourself. And today, what's the, the what's the um what's the craze that is going on right now? What is it, brothers? What's going on? The coronavirus, right? And um when it comes to these these things, these spiritual wickedness in high places, a lot of times we only focus on what is right in front of us at the moment. And um America knows this. They know this. Um, go to that first article. Pull up the first article on flu statistics. Um, can you read that for us, soldier? Influenza flu. Preliminary in-season 2019 to 2020 burden estimates. Okay, so for a lot of us that didn't know influenza is flu. Flu is just short for that word. I know a lot of people, when you say influenza, it'd be like, what is that? <laughs> it's the flu. It's just short. Flu. Okay. Um, let's see what 20... Now Now read the dates up there. CDC estimates that from October 1st, 2019 through March 14th, 2020, uh-huh. there have been 38 million to 54 million flu illnesses. Okay. That's a whole lot. Go ahead. 
17 million to 25 million flu medical visits. Uh-huh. 390,000 to 710,000 flu hospitalizations. And 23,000 to 59,000 flu deaths. And nobody is worried about the flu. It unkilled un- between 23,000 and 59,000 people, but nobody's worried about it. Why? Because right now, that's not the hot story. That's not the hot story that the spiritual wickedness in high places can push in front of you. Because you already know about it. That's old news to you. You ain't really worried about that. And, um, you know, as we're going around throughout society and we're seeing the lack of faith with people out here in the world that don't believe in God truly, right. I've been talking, uh, you know, Zahira's somewhat of a germaphobe. But we're just talking. You know, like, how many here pump gas in their life? Raise your hand. You know how many people touch that gas pump before you got there? You know how many people touch the food in Walmart before you put it in your basket? You know how many people touch the clothes when you go look at all them clothes? You want to go through every single, sisters, you want to go through every single clothes on the rack? You know how many people touch that stuff? Door handles, you push the door over to go into the convenience store, but nobody is worried about that. But the reason you are now is because the white man said, coronavirus, watch out, it'll kill you. Oh, no, don't touch me. There's something behind that. Um, go, to, go back to the uh, article. Let me see what's on that. I'm saying this because we can't walk in the spirit of fear. Uh, the issues of death belong to the Lord. Either it's your time or it's not. Every one of us got a certain time, a certain day, a certain month, a certain year that you cannot pass. So if it happens to be during this time, guess what? The Lord, the Lord ordained that. It ain't because some magic damn drug got uh, mechanically made by Esau and then that's what got you. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was your time. Go back to it. That's why we can't walk in the spirit of fear. We we ain't going to be stupid, but we ain't going to walk in the spirit of fear. Um, Let's read that. Because influenza surveillance does not capture all cases of flu that occur in the U.S., CDC provides these estimated ranges to to better reflect the larger burden of influenza. These estimates are calculated based on CDC's weekly influenza surveillance data. And our preliminary. Okay, let's read that next one. Influenza testing across the United States may be higher than normal at this time of year because of the COVID-19 pandemic. These estimates may partly reflect increases in testing in recent weeks and may be adjusted downward once the season is complete and final data for the 2019-2020 season are available. Okay, let's go to First Ezra 5 and 72. They read this often. We read this a lot. We're going to keep reading it to a stick. Until we believe it. That's how much we're going to keep reading it. Until we believe it as a people. Read that. The book of First Ezra, chapter 5 and verse 72. But the heathen of the land, lying heavy upon the inhabitants of Judea, and holding them straight, hindered their building. Yep. Read and on. by their secret plots and popular persuasions. Their what? Popular persuasions uh-huh. and commotions. They hindered the finishing of the building all the time that King Cyrus lived. Now, now this is, I'll explain something. This is why a lot of people are, are so fearful and showing the lack of faith in the Most High and who truly is their God is because of the popular persuasion that has been pushed out by um, the media. 
right? They they could they let you know they control your thoughts. They know that people you do not read. You get your information from us, so therefore we can tell you how to feel, and you'll cast your God to the back. You won't even worry about it, right? Um, so go to um, Second Ezra. Now go to Second Ezra. Let me show you something. Now it's called popular persuasion. Another way of saying that when it goes overboard is called sensationalism, called hype. And I and I was watching it the other day. Trump came on there and he said uh, once again the <laughs> Chinese virus. <laughs> it's the Chinese virus because it came from China. <laughs> that dude's bold, man. He he is his father Esau. I'm telling you, proud. He's his father's son. Um. But like I said, it's called sensationalism, right? Now, uh, go to 2 Ezra 11. I want to read 36 through 39. So in that, while he's talking, he's talking, and then all of a sudden, Fox News pops up on the side, a ticker, a counter. And it says, it says, case China, China cases, China deaths. And then it flips, and it says, U.S. cases, U.S. deaths. And the the broadcast was for 50 minutes long, 50 minutes straight. It kept flipping cases, death, cases, death, cases, death for 50 minutes straight. That's called popular persuasion. Cause as long as the whole time you're watching it, you might be looking at him seeing what he's saying, but in your peripheral, you'll see cases, death, cases, death. And then once you get done with that, you take away from that what is called uh what you what was that class you had um sub sub s- subliminal 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 messages so you 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 take away from that you remember him but subliminally you seen in your eyes cases death cases death and that sticks in your mind and when you walk out you go wait cases death cases death cases death hey just a uh, land back on that it's only been a few weeks that we even knew about the the term corona, mm-hmm. but as soon as anybody say corona, all like, oh, damn, yeah. you got the stuff. That's anybody say oh, you got that corona, you got the coronavirus. Everybody gets scared. That's popular persuasion, and it's pushed where it can become a craze in the minds of people when it's sensationalized. Okay, obviously they got statistics is out there. Okay, I'm. I'm still waiting on the families of the people that died to come out and say something. Has anybody seen that? I haven't, I haven't seen that. I really haven't seen I haven't seen the people that survived it either. Say 80% of people, you get mild symptoms, you're okay. Where's the people that get, knew they got the mild symptoms, did a testimony? Because YouTube, i probably seen maybe one. Where are all these people at? You don't see it. But when you push this out, it'll become overhyped. It's called sensationalism, right? Uh, second answer, 1136. The book of Second Ezra, chapter 11 and verse 36. Yep. Then I heard a voice which said unto me, Look before thee and consider the thing that thou seest. And I beheld, and lo, as it were a roaring lion chased out of the wood. And I saw that he sent out a man's voice unto the eagle and said, Hear thou, I will talk with thee. And the highest shall say unto thee, Art not thou it that remaineth of the four beasts whom I made to reign in my world? Okay, my question is, where can we read about the four beasts? Where does it tell us about the four beasts, characteristics of the four beasts? 
Any brother know? Where's the character is? Purpose, um, Officer Razis, where is the four beast first mentioned at? Where the microphone? We got a microphone? Okay, just it. Daniel's chapter seven. Let's go to it. Now, this might be a little hard for some of you. Just write the notes down. Go back, watch the class, and you'll get it if you fast pray, keep the commandments. The book of Daniel, chapter 7 and verse 17. No, we start in verse 1. Verse 1. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Uh -huh. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold... The four winds of the heavens strove upon the great sea. Those those winds are people from all over the earth. That that precepts is second Ezra's. Okay, read on. And four great beasts. And he saw what? Four great beasts. This is where we start reading about those four great beasts. All right. So read on. Came up from the sea, diverse one from another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. Read through that quick. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth, and made stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. All right, now that first beast is who? Who is the first beast? Matter of fact, before we answer that, why is God, why is he using beast right here? What, what scripture do I, I can go to to show why God's talking like this? Uh, Officer Judah. So you can, you can, it can help you understand and visualize the Bible. Uh, the book of Hosea, chapter 12, verse 10. Let's go to that. Hold your finger in Daniel, then we're going to come back. The book of Hosea, chapter 12, and verse 10. You don't have to read one verse that fast. Go ahead. I have also spoken by the prophets, and I have multiplied visions. Turn his mic up, man. Turn it up. Read it again. I have also spoken by the prophets, and I have multiplied visions. And used similitudes, similitudes, similitudes uh -huh. by the ministry of the prophets. Similitudes is comparing one thing to another. Now, go to Ecclesiastes 3, and I think it's verse 18. I'm shooting from the hip. Am I right, Purple Shirts? Okay. Ecclesiastes 3 and 18, because we're going to understand what Daniel's talking about when he speaks of the four beasts. Read that. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 18. There we go. I said in my heart concerning the estate of the sons of men, that God might manifest them, and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. So remember, that's why we went to Hosea. He do similitudes, compare one thing to another. Man are beast. Now let's go back to Daniel chapter 7, and we read what the first beast was. The first beast, read verse 4 again, Daniel 7 and 4. Daniel chapter 7 and verse 4. The first was like a lion. That beast was a lion. Now, that who is this country that is like a lion in Daniel 7 and 4? What country is this? What people is this? Purple shirts. Who is this? What country? What people? Check, Officer check, check. Judah. Michael. Check, check. The Babylonians. Babylonians, right? You would call them your Cushites, Ethiopians is who you refer to them as. Right? Who's, the, who's the king that we're speaking about right here? Who's the king? I, I want to get through this quick. Uh, brother in the back, say your name again. 
Stand up so he can see you. He don't know who y'all. Robert Bowden. Robert. Okay. Who is who's Nebuchadnezzar. the king? Nebuchadnezzar. Exactly right. Okay. So it's a lion. It's Nebuchadnezzar. Babylon. Verse five. Verse 5, and behold, another beast, a second, like to a bear, and it raised up itself on one side, and it had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. All right, brothers, who is this bear supposed to represent? What people? Just say it. Persian and Medes. Go ahead. And they said thus unto it, arise, devour much flesh. After this, I beheld and lo, another like a leopard, uh-huh. which had upon the back of it four wings now, of who's a fowl. This leopard represent, brothers? Just say it. Greece. Greece. Okay, go ahead. The beast had also four heads, and dominion was given to it. Uh-huh. After this, I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast. The fourth beast that we're talking about in Ezra. Go ahead. Dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly. And it had great iron teeth. So who is this fourth beast that we talking about right here? Who is it, brothers? Rome. There you go. I'm glad y'all said that. Go ahead. It devoured and break in pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it. And it had ten horns. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn. Who's that little horn that came from that fourth beast? Who is it, brothers? America. You might not have it. Write that down. I only had a few voices. That's America. That little horn that came out of that fourth beast is America. All right? Uh, let's go back. Let's go back to second address. Like I said, it might be a little hard, but just write it down. It'll hit you when the good Lord will. Uh, second address, chapter 11, and let's read verse 39. Second address, chapter 11 and verse 39. Art not thou it that remainest of the four beasts whom I made to reign in my world, that the end of their times might come through them? Uh-huh. And the fourth came and overcame all the beasts that were past and had power over the world uh-huh. with great fearfulness and over the whole compass of the earth, which much wicked oppression. And so long time dwelt he upon the earth with deceit. With what? With deceit. Read on. For the earth hast thou not judged with truth. Now here's my question. How does it rule the world through deceit? Let's see who's picking up on the precepts. Uh, Abel, how does this place, the fourth beast, rule the world through deceit? Uh, Their media. There you go. Media, sensationalism. It rules the world through that. Go to... um, the video of sensationalism. This is one way that it rules. It's also through its military power, and the other will be through its media. Sensationalism. Pull, pull that up. Let's play that video. I want you to pay sensationalism as a type of editorial bias in mass media, in which events and topics in news stories and pieces are overhyped to present biased impressions on events, which may cause a manipulation to the truth of a story. Sensationalism may have reporting about generally insignificant matters and events that do not influence overall society and biased presentations of newsworthy topics in a trivial or tabloid manner contrary to the standards of professional journalism. Some tactics include being deliberately obtuse, appealing to emotions, being controversial, intentionally omitting facts and information, being loud and self-centered and acting to obtain attention. Pause it. Now see, this is what... uh it says deliberately uh, uh, take it away. Run it back some about 10 seconds. So I can see that last. It said deliberately omitting facts, right? 
Remember, I told you uh, uh, Trump came on and did his national coronavirus update thing of more they shutting down, right? What facts did they only pr- uh, uh, present to us? I just said it. What was the only facts? Amosa. Death. That was the only facts. But behind the scenes, they say 80% of people, you're going to be all right. But the only fact they gave you was death, 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 death. Therefore, you walk around fearful. Nobody wants to die. Hell, start giving out uh, death statistics. Everybody's eyes going to wake up. Hell, the Lord knows that. That's why he kill us wholesale. That's the only time you're going to pay attention as a people. But that's what they do. They omit facts, right? Go, go to it. Deliberately obtuse, appealing to emotions, being controversial, intentionally omitting facts and information, being loud and self-centered and acting to obtain attention. Trivial information and events are sometimes misrepresented and exaggerated as important or significant and often include stories about the actions of individuals and small groups of people, the content of which is often insignificant and irrelevant relative to the macro-level day-to-day events that occur globally. Furthermore, the content and subject matter typically affect neither the lives of the masses nor society and instead is broadcast and printed to attract viewers and readers. Listen to this. Examples include press coverage about the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky scandal, Casey Anthony trial, Tanya Harding's role in the attack of Nancy Kerrigan, the Elian Gonzalez affair, and the OJ. Pause it. Now, now just think of this. This is what it's talking about. Pull it up. Pull it back up. In the scope of Life. Nobody gives a damn about Tanya Hart and hitting another white woman in the knee with a club and she can't skate. Some of y'all millennials might not know this, but this stuff was all over the news. Some of y'all too young to remember OJ's murder case. That stuff was on the news every single day on every single news network. That was one man that supposedly killed two people. People die every day, B. <laughs> But that was pushed in our face, and that became the talk of the town so much that um, um, after the 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 trial, he got that um, he got all free. Oh, white people was pissed at Dick Rose. Oh, they they oh they hated us because it been sensationalized. They wanted that Negro to hang. It made it bigger than what it was. That's what it's going into. That stuff right there. Um, play it. Go ahead. Play the video. You can leave the black bars up. Go ahead. Simpson murder case. One presumed goal of sensational reporting is to increase or sustain viewership or readership from which media outlets can price their advertising higher to increase their profits based on higher numbers of viewers and or readers. Sometimes this can lead to a lesser focus on objective journalism in favor of a profit motive in which editorial choices are based upon sensational stories and presentations to increase advertising revenue. Additionally, advertisers tend to have a preference for their products or services to be reported positively in mass media, which can contribute to bias in news reporting in favor of media outlets protecting their profits and revenues rather than reporting objectively about stated products and services. So basically, they won't tell you the truth because they know you as a view. This is like um, you ever heard uh, um, everybody in the in the whole media system. Every news network is against Fox News. You heard that? Because Fox News, they uh, uh, purposely omit facts because they know that they have a certain viewer, which is old white folk. They want to hear it. Borderline racist. The information. 
And they're going to keep giving it that way so those viewers can keep uh, uh, tuning in. Therefore, here come the advertisers. Therefore, here comes the money. So they, they deliberately give it to you one certain way to sway your judgment and make you think a certain way. That's what they're saying. Right? So basically, you as being um, guinea pigs and cattle, you're used to increase their profits. They don't care whether you know the truth or not. It's all about money. That's why God says the root of all evil is what? Money. At the end of the day, it's money. Let's go back to the video. I got to get through this. I got a lot more. Can contribute to bias in news reporting in favor of media outlets protecting their profits and revenues rather than reporting objectively about stated products and services. However, newspapers have a duty to report and investigate stories related to political corruption. Such investigative journalism is right and proper when it is backed up with documents, interviews with responsible witnesses, and other primary sources. Journalists and editors are often accused of sensationalizing scandals by those whose public image is harmed by the legitimate reporting of the scandal. News organizations are not obliged to, and are often ethically obliged not to, avoid stories that might make local, state and national public figures uncomfortable. Occasionally, news organizations mistakenly relay false information from unreliable anonymous sources, who use mass media as a tool for retaliation, defamation, victim and witness tampering, and monetary or personal gain. Therefore, any story based on sources who may be reasonably assumed to be motivated to act in this way is best interpreted with critical thinking. Critical thinking. In extreme cases, mass media may report only information that makes a good story without regard for factual accuracy or social relevance. I hope you pick it up. It has been argued that the distrust in government that showed in the aftermath of the Watergate scandal created a new business tactic for the media and resulted in the spread of negative, dishonest and misleading news coverage of American politics. Such examples include the labeling of a large number of political scandals, regardless of their importance, with the suffix, gate. Such stories are often perceived, rightly or wrongly, as politically partisan or biased towards or against a group or individual because of the sensational nature in which they are reported. A media piece may report on a political figure in a biased way or present one side of an issue while deriding another. It may include sensational aspects such as zealots, doomsayers and or junk science. Complex subjects and affairs are often subject to sensationalism. Exciting and emotionally charged aspects can be drawn out without providing the elements needed, such as pertinent background, investigative, or contextual information, for the audience to form its own opinions on the subject. Sensationalism is often blamed for the infotainment style of many news programs on radio and television. What did they just call it? Info what? What did they call it, brothers? Yeah, I, I hope y'all paying attention to this because I, I already know. That's why I brought it out. We don't read. That's why God said, had to tell us, seek ye out the book of the Lord and do what? Because we will look at a video all day. We do it with, with in the truth. We look at videos all day, but you don't read. And, and when you don't do that, the, the Babylon the Great, go back to it. They can take advantage of you and play on your lack of knowledge, and now it's called infotainment. It's information, but we got to make it entertaining to them because they won't come back. If it's just straight facts, like half y'all right now are bored because this ain't got no pictures and making you laugh. You just got to listen to actual facts. Y'all's like, I'll be glad when they go back to the next scripture. 
because you're so used to being entertained. If it don't make me laugh, it don't make me feel some kind of way, I don't care nothing about it. You get caught up in the trap. Infotainment. Go back to it. Is often blamed for the infotainment style of many news programs on radio and television. According to sociologist John Thompson, the debate of sensationalism used in the mass medium of broadcasting is based on a misunderstanding of its audience, especially the television audience. Thompson explains that the term mass, which is connected to broadcasting, suggests a vast audience of many thousands, even millions of passive individuals. Television news is restricted to showing the scenes of crimes rather than the crime itself because of the unpredictability of events, whereas newspaper writers can always recall what they did not witness. Television news writers have room for fewer words than their newspaper counterparts. Their stories are measured in seconds, not column inches, seconds. and thus, even with footage, television stories are inherently shallower than most newspaper stories, using shorter words and familiar idioms to express ideas which a newspaper writer is more free to expand upon and define with precision. Okay, so it's telling you, news media only got, in those you only got about eight seconds of attention span. So to keep you watching, boom, 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 News. Oh, dang, did you hear about that? No, no, no. And then everybody knows. They understand that. Uh, Lemuel, let's go to Revelation 16. And Cap, that's why, Shalom, uh, that's why even in, on YouTube, all you got to do is get somebody to watch for 30-some seconds, and it's considered a view, yep. no matter how long the, the yep. video is. And they know that. That's why the little commercials on uh, YouTube are how long? Four seconds. Six seconds. They know it's all they need to put an impression on you, and subliminally, it'll be in your mind. You already know about it. It'll stick. Six seconds is all they need. Revelation 16, let's read 8 through 14. The book of Revelation, chapter 16, and verse 8. And the fourth angel poured out his vial upon the sun, and power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat. And blaspheme the name of God. So this is talking about the end times, right? It was given the power to scorch man with heat. Read on. Which have power over these plagues. Who has power over the plagues, brothers? Who has power over the plagues? Read verse 9 again. And men were scorched with great heat. And blaspheme the name of God. Which have power over these plagues. Now he's got power. And, and this is what the scripture says. Now watch how man react to it. Read on. And they repented not to give him glory. So after this craze passes, people go go right back to all their wickedness. They are not going to change their life in any type, way, or manner. They just waiting for this. They waiting for the media to stop pushing it in their face and put something else new in their face that they could be worried about. Man, they going to change. Read on. And the fifth angel poured out his vial upon the seat of the beast. And his kingdom was full of darkness, and they gnawed their tongues for pain, and blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, and repented not of their deeds. And the sixth vial 
Sixth angel put out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. So this is talking about World War Three, right? That's where we're at now, the sixth vial. Go ahead. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Now, here's the thing. What do you do with your mouth? What is the one thing we all do with our mouth? What is it, brothers? Huh? Speak. You speak with your mouth. Right? This is and, and what's the, the characteristics of it? Um, read verse 13 again. Verse 13. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Now, what does God require? Uh, what does he want to come out of our mouth? What does he require? Uh, Matthias, what does God require us? The truth, the laws. Ah, I like it. The truth. Revelation 12 and 7. <laughs> the truth is supposed to come out of our mouth, right? But let's see what comes out of the mouth of the beast. 12 and 7. The book of Revelation, chapter 12 and verse 7. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels. And now, now, now stop. Now remember the... the 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 drag of the beat it speaks right now this one verse alone tell me how the dragon has ruled the world with much deceit with that just that one verse who has ever read this verse before you know how i know you ready you've been deceived let's see let's see who can pick up on it it ain't hard y'all it's not a you've been living it all your life and believing it how do you deceive the whole world with that one verse? Um, when you read the understanding of Isaiah 14, saying... Uh, no, no. Sirach. Brother Gray, give us 20 precepts. Give me some real world examples how he deceived, because he said he ruled the world with much deceit. Oh, Christianity. Okay, you got to give me more than that, though. You, you're on the right track. Uh, for all of us, we believe that Christ was a white man. No, no. This ver Read the verse again. Read verse, verse 7. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels. How, what, how, who was that right there? Like him? Give the microphone to like him. Soldier like him. Shalom, officer. Shalom. I mean, um, Captain. Uh, through the media. Oh, no. Nope. Nope, you already said it. Aaron. How has he deceived that one verse? Uh, it's not a literal meaning that it's going to be a fight in the heavens with a physical dragon. Okay, I got I got a, uh, a Daniel, Officer Daniel. Oh, no, no, don't give it to Daniel. Uh, uh, Samuel, give it to Samuel. Brother from Nassau, let's see what you got. Uh, giving us a nationality. A no! Daniel, give it to Daniel. I got to move on. I can't, uh, go ahead. Talk about the doctrine, how uh, the devil fought. There you go! Oh, God. Say it to him yeah, so loud, because everybody act like they was never in Christianity before. Talk about the doctrine Christianity created where the devil fought God and he was casted out of heaven. And the devil went up there to heaven fighting the angels and God and God punched him and he fell down to the earth and all the fallen angels. All of y'all believe. Get it, don't, just, tell me y'all believe something different. Hell, I believed it. And that's where you get that Greek story of them fighting up in the heavens. A war in heaven, and the devil got cast down to the earth. 
We all thought that. That's how he ruled the world through much deceit. And how did he do that? He pushed it on us through Christianity, through media, through TV. And all of us thought devil, the devil can really go back and forth with God. But God created him. That's what I said. That's how you know we've been deceived. Read, read verse 8 now. Verse 8. And prevailed not. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent. That great dragon, that old serpent, read, called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He does what? Deceiveth the whole world. Go ahead, Check this out. One of the longest running uh, shows, TV shows right now. I think it's in its 15th season. I just saw it. It's called uh, Supernatural. Hmm. Supernatural. Look it up. Anybody know about Supernatural? Anybody watched it before? Supernatural. It's on its 15th season. And in the, in the a season, you see how they go over that same concept, how the angels are at war with the demons. There you go. And the demons are taking over and how they need to fight. It goes into that madness. See? And it's two Edomites. So I'm telling you, Esau is actually whatever you, whatever thought that they implanted in our minds of our people with Christianity, they'll make video games. Remember God of War. That's yeah, another game, yeah, yeah. right? Where Dante's Inferno. Yeah. So they'll make it an actual uh, uh, reality where you're playing it, and now when you regurgitate it, trying to sound deep, all you regurgitating yeah. is what they implanted in you. Yeah, that's it. And then, and read verse 9 again. Verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent. Now, that, now, now let's see who that dragon is. Jump up to verse 3, because Read verse 3. Let me show you something. Verse 3. And there appeared another wonder in heaven. And behold, a great red dragon. A great red dragon. Who's that red dragon talking about, brothers? Esau. Esau. Now jump down back to verse 9. Verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil. So that dragon is a serpent and he's the devil. Read on. And Satan. He's Satan too. Go ahead. Which deceiveth the whole world. He's deceived the whole world since the inception of him in the Garden of Genesis, in the, in the Garden of Eden. From the beginning, he's been deceiving. And now he's on a greater platform where he can reach more people to sway the minds of people more easily. Finish the verse out. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Okay, now, um, give me that third article, human population planning. Now, today's class is, this is America, population control. Uh, read that for us. Human population planning. Human reproduction planning is the practice of intentionally controlling the rate of growth of a human population. Now, who who in the hell gave humans the right to control how many of God's creations can be on the earth? Who told him he had that power? Hmm. Satan did. You're right. 
Read on. Historically, human population planning has been implemented with the goal of increasing the rate of human population growth. Uh-huh. However, uh-huh. in the period from the 1950s to the 1980s, concerns about global population growth and its effects on poverty, environmental degradation, and political stability led to efforts to reduce human population so growth rates. Since the 50s, they've been trying to kill off people, right? Read on. More recently. More what? More recently. Uh-huh. Some countries, such as China, such as who? China. Oh, <laughs> China, Iran, and Spain. So they said we got to reduce the number of the Chinese. So now, what? What? What is China known for? Like just in the media, what is always happening or coming out of China? What do we know? What? What is it? Can you, brother, ask me? What is it coming? It's diseases. You got the what the damn bird flu. You got the uh, uh, SARS, swine flu. Now Corona is always coming out of China. You think that's by coincidence? No. Got to wake up. That's why I read that first scripture. We deal. We are fighting against uh, spiritual wickedness in high places, way above Negro's heads. You can't see it enough to fight it. Yeah, brother Paul. Stand up. Microphone. Give me the microphone. Hold on, microphone coming. As you touch on that subject, um, Bill Gates, three or four years ago, had some conference in Africa Mm -hmm. where he said to control the population, they have to use um, vaccines. Vaccines. Now he's stepping down from his position as CEO or whatever, Microsoft. To focus. To focus on that. Completely on killing people. But, but, guess what? This is why I'm going over about the deception. It is, he presents himself as a what? Humanitarian. He's a philanthropist. But he out here killing people wholesale. But you know what? We tra- Go back to it. Go back to it. Go back to. I'm gonna show you what they do. But see, see, see. It says global population growth and its effect on poverty. See, we want to get more people out of poverty. It's so many people. It's poverty because there aren't enough resources to go around. So if we limit it, that means it'll be more. Who else thought like that in the movies? Who else thought like that? Who was it, brothers? Thanos. The 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 universe needs balancing. These white men are the devil, man. <laughs> I'm telling you they're the devil, man. Okay, hey, so we let's go back to such as China, Iran, and Spain. Read on. Have begun efforts to increase their birth rates once again. While population planning can involve measures that improve people's lives by giving them greater control of their reproduction. See, see, we improve people's lives by giving them greater control of their reproduction. Watch, let me get to it. We give them greater control of their reproduction. You got to see behind the deceit with this white man. Go ahead. Finish up that. A few programs, most notably the Chinese government's one-child policy and two-child policy, have resorted to coercive measures. Now click on types. Click on types right there. I'm going to go straight to that. Now, how do they do that with this population control to improve people's lives, right? Go to it. 
types. Four types of population planning goals pursued by governments can be identified. One, increasing the overall population growth That's rate. That's one way they can do it, right? Go ahead. Two, reducing the overall population growth rate. Now, since the 1950s, they have been on number two, trying to kill off more people. Read on. Three, decreasing the relative population growth of a less favored subgroup. Oh, so this is the way the government controls the population, a less favored subgroup. Is there a scripture in the Bible that talks about a less favored subgroup? I basically gave it to you. I just laid it out there. Who's that? Is that uh, Soldier Isaac in the back? <clears throat> What is it? Shalom leadership. Shalom. Uh, Zephaniah 2 and 1. Zephaniah 2 and 1. Gather yourself together, O nation, not desire. God warned us way back when they're going to be trying to kill us off in Babylon. So you got to come together. Hey, they say uh, they're trying to stop the poverty. The way you stop poverty is you kill those that's in poverty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how they do it. That's no more way to stop yeah. it. Kill off the, the poor people right. so it's more rich people. Right. No more poverty. <laughs> Problem solved. But, but you, if you, you caught up in the deceit, you'll never realize what he's doing. Let's go back to it. Let's go back to it. Let's read the uh, finish three out. Read number three. Such as people of low intelligence or people with disabilities. This is known as eugenics. Eugenics. Go ahead. Four. Instead of trying to control the rate of population growth per se, trying to arrange things so that all population groups of a certain type, example, all social classes within a society, have the same average rate of population growth. See, now look at this. So so, so for the population control thing, then you know what? Who is the people on the earth? That uh, are numbered as the sand of the sea. We can't keep up with them. They pop out them babies. Some of them do twice in a year sometimes. They, they, we can't do it. As soon as they get done, they're pregnant again. That's right. Who's them people? We can't let it be more than them of us. Where did we read that at? Exodus. Let us deal wisely with them. That's why God calls America what? Spiritual Egypt. Hope y'all connecting all these dots, man. All right, let's go back to it. Let's go back to methods. Let's read methods. Now, how do they accomplish that? Uh, hold on. Scroll down some. Scroll down. Boom. Read, read that. Methods. Reducing population growth. Population planning that is intended to reduce a population or subpopulation's growth rates may promote or enforce one or more of the following practices, although there are other methods. And the first one is what? War. Is what? War. What Trump out here trying to start? China. It comes from China. Hey, you don't start a war, you disrespect the whole nation. The Chinese virus. He's hoping to rile them up so they do something. Rile up, irate, you know how you start war? Kill the, the general. And say, and then come on mass media and be like, he should have never stepped foot out of his own country. How the hell are you going to tell him he can't leave his own country on the other side of the earth? Unless you're trying to reduce the population and start a what, brothers? Hope you pick it up what God's putting down. Let's go back to it. The first one's war, right? Now jump to the next one. Higher taxation of parents who have too many children. Oh, damn. So you know what that means? Higher taxes? You got too many kids? What you going to stop doing? 
You gonna have, stop having kids. Go ahead. Contraception. Contraception. Guess what? Condoms. Uh, what what else is it called? Um, day day uh day after pill. Birth control. Birth control. The shot. Plan B's. Read on. Abstinence. Uh huh. Reducing infant mortality. Now, now look at, now look at this. You see, um, abstinence, right? You might think, how the hell could they reduce population by teaching abstinence? You know what they do? They tell you that Bobby is no longer Bobby. He is Belina. I don't know where that name came from, but hey, <laughs> Belina. <laughs> I don't know where they came from, but it sounds like a Negro name, Belina. Just make it up on the on the on the uh, birthing table. What's his name? Oh, Belina. Let's go to it. Go back to it. What you gonna name? I don't know. Name him Belina. Uh, okay. Next one. Reducing. Reducing infant mortality so that parents do not need to have many children to ensure at least some survive to adulthood. Okay, read on. Abortion. Oh, what is it? Abortion. Abortion. Go ahead. Pornography. Oh! Now you see why you live in a sex-crazed society. Pornography is billion dollar industry. Hey, Cap, look, it says pornography has been shown to cause sexual dysfunction. Hey! Hey, man, the scripture says that the inward thought of every one of them is what, brothers? Deep. Deep. One of our. Deep. Push porn on, push all this sex on them around here, sensationalize that thing, even make the rappers. Make the rappers, the rap, the uh, sh- sh- what you call it, strap, strap rap, the strippers that rap, put them out there with no clothes on. It's going to cause sexual dysfunction. Uh, read the next one. Scroll up some on it. Yeah, read that one. Changing status of women causing departure from traditional sexual division. How, of do, you cha- how do you change the status of a woman? How do you do it, brothers? How do you change the status of a woman? Huh? Feminism? Give me something else. Oh, changing the status of women, causing departure from traditional sexual division of labor. It told you in the words, Sirach. It told you in the sexual division of lesbos. Come on, y'all. Pick up on the words. Now you got to walk around these butch cuts. That's why you got so many movies out here uh, today. Um, Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman. You got uh, hey. women that are uh, generals in the army with the butch cuts and Call they bad at... Call them bull daggers. Bull daggers. What was that one? It was one back in the day. Something about Jane. G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane. She had a butch cut. And she was hardcore. She could hang with the man, and the rise of Lesbos went through the roof. That's an actual island, a Greek island called Lesbos. That only women was on there. They didn't want no man. That's where the word lesbian comes from. Look it up. This is a real island off the island of Greece called Lesbos. The the history of it. They didn't need men. That's where the word lesbian comes from. Go back to it. Let's get through this, man. I got more. I got more. Sterilization, 
One child and two child policies and other policies restricting or discouraging. Uh, okay, birth all right. It's so many. It's so many of how they killing us all. Okay, uh, go to the fourth article: government population control. Oh, zoom in on it. Zoom in on it for us. And uh, I want to read. Oh, God. read the paragraphs one through four real quick. U.S. government population control. The United States National Security Council is the highest decision-making body on foreign policy in the United States. On December 10th, 1974, it promulgated a top-secret document entitled National Security Study Memorandum, or NSSM 200. Now, when you go, go back, do your own research, look up a man named Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger was a U.S. diplomat, and he was responsible with the task of how to reduce the population across the world. That was his job. Amalek, 1974, named Henry Kissinger. All right, let's go back to it. Real quick. Also called the Kissinger Report. Its subject was implications of worldwide population growth for U.S. security and overseas interests. This document, published shortly after the first major international population conference in Bucharest, was the result of collaboration among the Central Intelligence Agency, CIA. So they got a a, a conference on how to kill people off on the earth. A conference, y'all. Go ahead. The United States Agency for International Development, USAID, jumped out to the next paragraph. The Kissinger report was made public when it was declassified and was transferred to the scroll U.S. Up, National some. to the U.S. National Archives in 1990. Uh-huh. Although the United States government has issued hundreds of policy papers dealing with various aspects of American national security since 1974, the Kissinger report continues to. Be the foundational document on U.S. government population control. Now, I looked at the the thing. It's 108-something pages, maybe longer than that. I read through most of it. It is very detailed on on how to deceitfully kill off people on the earth and make the people believe you're doing the right thing. 100-something pages of how to do it. Strategic, detailed, well thought out. Only the devil can give you that kind of wisdom of how to kill people off, and nobody have problems with it. It's very detailed. That's why it says it continues. It was from 1974, and even to this day, it is the foundational document of U.S. governmental... Lord, can I read it? Okay, U.S. governmental population control. 40, 50 years old. They still using it. Uh, Read on. It therefore continues to represent official United States policy on government population control and is posted on the USAID website. Now go down to uh, the purpose of the Kissinger report. It's, It's in bold letters right there. Let's read that. The purpose of the Kissinger Report, the primary purpose of U.S. government population control efforts is to maintain access to the mineral resources of less developed countries. What's the closest place to us as Israel that we could equate that to the reason why they try to kill off people so they can take their minerals? What's the most depleted place in the Caribbean that's getting Bomb rush for the uh, minerals. Please, somebody know anything about some history in here? Uh, ah, so, uh, so, you, yeah, you, right there, Obadiah. He's behind you. There you go. What's that place? Haiti. Haiti. 
Haiti is the closest place. They, they, and we all know what Haiti looked like. You know, you can Google the pictures. I ain't got to pull them up. That's why a lot of Levi over here right now. Don't act like yay. <laughs> we don't know it is, right? We pulled that. Hey, we pulled that out on uh, two two dudes at the uh, Haitian Flag Day last year. They after celebrating Haitian Independence, and we put it on. Say, so if you were so proud about the way Haiti got its independence, how come you won't go back? Silence. Because they don't want to go back. They know how it is over there. Go ahead. Right. We also remember we brought out during uh, one of the radio shows, Creole Corner, that uh, they apologized for releasing uh, Kalora. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I heard about that. that. And it killed thousands upon thousands of people. Yep. And then they went on CNN and apologized. Yes, we take full responsibility for killing uh, mass. Did they give Haiti any compensation for that? Not at all. Not a penny. Because at the end of the day, the reason why they try to kill off people, go back to it. Read that first part, the primary purpose. The primary purpose of U.S. government population control efforts is to maintain access to the mineral resources of less developed countries, Mm -hmm. or LDCs. That's wicked as hell. Uh, Let's scroll down, scroll down some. Scroll down. Oh, there you go. Oh, I didn't want to show the picture, but there you go. There you go. They're killing off the people so they can continue to reap the benefits of the land. But they mask it behind birth control, better options, education. Score down, score down. I think it's a little more. Read, read that one. In order to protect U.S. commercial interests, NSSM 200 cited a number of factors that could interrupt the smooth flow of materials from LDCs to the United States, including a large population of anti-imperialist youth whose numbers must be limited by government population control. This is in the actual article. Reno. The document identified 13 nations by name that would be the primary targets of U.S. government population control efforts. That's, that's why they know, we, this is why Israel, we get so upset when our people that want to save their oppressor. You have no idea the dirt that this man does in the dark. And you know what them 13 nations are? Do you think they're European nations? Nope. Absolutely not. Go back to it. Under the heading of concentration on key countries, we find. Hold on, let's go. Let's go down. Let's go down because I don't want to read all of this. Let's see. Oh, right. Hold on. Right there. Now look. This is how they're going to do it. According to you, got something, officer? You want to say real quick? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because we're reading this article and turn his mic up. They exposing the U.S. government. God tells you that he because we're going back to what uh you said earlier about the subliminal messages. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. Yeah. Where we at? Scroll all the way up. All the way, all the way, all the way, all the way. All the way up to the top. Go down. They letting you know since the beginning. Damn. Oh, with the hand. Oh. That's cold-blooded. That's a cold-blooded pickup right there. Go back. Hold on. Go back to that, man. Dang. Go to, read the script, man. Job 924. The signs in front of me got that spiritual ass. All praise. The Lord revealed that to you. That went right past me. Read that, Job 9.24. The book of Job, chapter 9 and verse 24. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. Oh, that's cold-blooded. 
The Lord telling you who that wicked is. Who is it, brothers? Esau, Idumian, Edom. That's his full name. The son of perdition for a nickname. The devil, Satan, a.k.a. that old serpent. That's all his names. Dragon. <laughs> Better known as the white man today. And just in case you didn't catch it. Uh, go, go back to it. Uh, now, how do, they, how do they do it? Read that. According to the Kissinger Report, elements of the implementation of government population control programs could include the legalization of abortion. That's why in every single country, America does not give you any aid, especially the poor third world countries, unless you accept their policies. And one of those policies are what, brothers? Abortion. Go ahead. Financial incentives for countries to increase their abortion, sterilization, and contraception use rates. They are paying people to kill people. Paying countries. Go ahead. Indoctrinization of children. Uh-oh. And mandatory... Hold on, hold, on, hold on. Stop right there. Give me some examples of how you indoctrinate children. We're going to talk about it later, but I just want to see what... What y'all thinking right now? I got one hand in the back. Matthias, give me, give me what you got. One way of indoctrinating children. How D-Wade doing with his son? Ah, there you go. Give me another way. Give me another way, somebody. Right? That was one. Uh, let me, uh, Soldier Lemuel. What do you got? With a lot of the TV shows. Ah, there you go. Uh, Officer Shim. Public school system. Ah, there you go. You got it. I thought y'all was going to miss it. School systems, how they indoctrinate them. Wholesale every day, all their life. And now they're going to make sure they indoctrinate even more because they are pushing what? LGBTQ history for social study classes. Yeah, it's in Illinois. You got to teach it. And in Canada... We're talking about in Canada, if you if they feel that way as a youngster, if you teach them different, that they're really a boy, go ahead. If you try to correct the behavior, that mental disorder, you will go to jail. Five years man, uh, uh, minimum mandatory minimum, sentence. And they are backed by super lawyers. I think that, what, what was the name? ACLU. They are backed. So if you try to say, wait a minute, this is a mental disorder. This is my young child. You utter those words and try to take that child to correct it, you're going to jail. All right, let's get back to it. Um, okay, we're going to leave it there. You can look at that later. Uh, go to Habakkuk 2. It's a lot on there. Go to Habakkuk 2, and I want to read 1 through 12. And we was talking about this earlier before uh, class about... How if you think anything other than the white man is Esau, you have been deceived by Satan. This right here, Habakkuk is going to tell you off top. Read that. The book of Habakkuk, chapter 2 and verse 1. I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. That's our job as watchmen. The Lord speaks to us through the word and then we go out and reprove according to his word. Read on. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. That For tables, the Bible. Go ahead. 
For the vision is yet for an appointed time. It's for an appointed time. Not during your time, Habakkuk. It's for an appointed, a specific time on the earth. So when all the dominoes line up and it's presented by the prophets at that time, when I speak to them, it's going to turn, the light's going to turn on for those that I have ordained from the beginning to get the kingdom. It's going to make perfect sense to them. Read on. But at the end, it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Uh -huh. Behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him. Now, this is how you know that how you can you can line up the prophecies about who is talking about today. Like we said, what you don't read about population control about other nations, like the Babylon is like, hey, you know what? We got to get together because the Israelites are becoming too many people. Let's go and kill them off. You don't read about that kind of thought in the Bible. The Persians, hell, the Persians released us and said, man, y'all go back, y'all serve your own God, do your own thing there, just pay taxes. It's cool, right? Right? But when Greece came into power, go ahead, yeah. When Greece came into power, like, you know what? We can't allow them to be who they are. They can't. We can't just leave them by themselves. No. You know what? All of them got to be one people. They got to think like we think. They got to dress like we think. They got to talk like we think. That's why God said his soul, his spirit in him, it ain't right. He's the only person on the earth that will come up with committees of human population mm. control. Even when you dig deeper into the uh, ninth chamber of hell, which is the mind of Esau, <laughs> who would come up with pornography and to create that system to make sure it's a dysfunction? Yeah. By the time you make it out, you, something's going to be wrong with it's you. Wrong. Who would think that? You don't, even, you don't even want a natural woman no more. You want you a want, machine. There you go. If that's not upright, that's he's not upright. He's sick. Well, he would go ahead and have... Uh, a woman, I, I, know, I know brothers watched it, woman bend over in front of a donkey or a horse. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've seen that? Yeah. Who, 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 who would do that? Someone that's soul is not right up in them. Hey, just like you said, that's a demon, man. Yeah. Only Satan can devise that. That's it. His spirit is not upright in him. Read on, read quick. But the just shall live by his faith. Yea, also because he transgresseth by wine. He is a proud man. Neither keepeth at home. He don't keep it home. That's we just read that. If he minds his own business and stay in his own land, they population don't mean nothing to you. But he don't stay at home. He wants the whole world because the earth is giving it to the hand of the what, brothers? That's why he said, I gotta kill off everybody else. I got to go to China. I got to do what is what I was ordained to do from the creation. I can't be anybody else. I have to kill all people. It's going gonna, it's gonna to say that. It says he neither keepeth at home. Read on. Who enlargeth his desire as hell uh -huh. and is as death. As what? As death. That's why when we looked at most of the, the, the topics of how to decrease the population, they dealt with what, brothers? Death. Another example. Sorry, cat. <laughs> Bill Gates, what did it, what was he known for originally? Mm, Bill Gates. Good point. Go ahead, Sirach, quick, quick, quick. Founder of Microsoft. Computers. Computers. Genius. Right? Genius. Next thing you know, he's a what now? He's a philanthropist for vaccines. Vaccines. He was not satisfied with just computers. Yeah. He was like, no, there's something I'm missing. Yeah. 
There's too many people over there. That that um his spirit, which ain't upright in him, said, This ain't enough. This ain't enough. You need more to be fulfilled. You he was what? a billion, he's a still a billionaire. Off of Microsoft. They were, he was so rich where they were made laws against him. Like, listen, he this is a monopoly. Uh, you're in violation. You can't do that. Yep. Give everybody else a chance. Yep. Billions of dollars. But he said, nah, it's not sitting right. Father, Satan, <laughs> I need some guidance. Right. Hey, hey, ain't he the one that trying to turn feces into water? Yeah, that's it. And then give it to our brothers in Africa? Yeah. You know who does that? He took a sip. He didn't, in that commercial, he took a sip. And he turned feces into water. That's a, heavy, that's a heavy point you make, man. That he don't his philanthropy, philanthropist stuff. It don't go nowhere outside of where black people are. He do no philanthropy in Iceland, in Ireland. He's right there in Africa because he's as death. Read on. And cannot be satisfied, uh-huh. but gathers unto him all nations, and heapeth unto him all peoples. Read on, speed up quick. Shall not all these take up a parable against him, and a taunting proverb against him, and say, Woe to him that increaseth that which is not his. How long? And to him that ladeth himself with thick clay. All right. Uh, read. Yeah, now from that happening, read verse 7. Verse 7, shall they not rise up suddenly that shall bite thee, and awake that shall vex thee, and thou shalt be for booties unto him. Now here's the point, verse 8. Because thou hast spoiled many nations. You have spoiled many nations. Read on. All the remnant of the people shall spoil thee because of men's blood. Because of what? Because of men's blood. What's it called? World population. You're killing off people. They ain't forgot about this stuff. They know who putting this there. And, and if they don't know, guess who's going to remind them and put it in their spirit where this came from? Guess who's going to do it, brothers? God! He's going to put it in their spirit that that's them that doing it. Uh, Lemuel, you had your hand up. Microphone. Real quick, Cap. Uh, William H. Gates. Bill Gates' father was the head of the Planned Parenthood eugenics With group. Margaret Sanger. Yeah. He just fallen in his father's footsteps, ain't he? He is as death. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, read 9 through 12. Verse 9. Woe to him that... Slow down some, man. Do, go medium. Read medium. <laughs> go ahead. Woe to him that coveteth an evil covetousness to his house, that he may set his nest on high, that he may be delivered from the power of evil, uh-huh. that was consulted shame to thy house by cutting off many people. He has consulted shame to his house. That's why globally, nobody likes the Caucasian man. They tolerate him. They deal with it because he got the bombs. But that's going to come to an end, according to Revelation. They're going to what? It says they shall turn and what? Hate thee. Come on, brothers. We done read it a hundred times. They're going to turn and hate him and burn him with fire. Thou hast consulted shame to thy house by cutting off many people. Read on. And has sinned against thy soul. For the stone shall cry out of the wall, and the beam out of the timber shall answer it. The way the stone cries out of the wall, a bomb drops and destroys the place, the the stones. uh, It goes. You ever see the explosion, a slow motion explosion? You see wood and stone everywhere? That's what God's describing right here in verse 11. 
the, the stone shall cry out against the timber. It's going to be an explosion. Read verse 12. Verse 12. Woe to him that buildeth a town with blood and establisheth a city by iniquity. Now, now we read uh, some of those things of how they stay in power for the minerals of the nations, the third world countries. Keep them on bottom. We stay on top, right? One of those things they had uh, was what? Abortion. They had pornography. They was pushing out there. That's how this place stays afloat. And it limits the population here, right? Now, Here's my question to you, brothers. Uh, what does Esau do to us to limit our population? Now, see, that's global. That's that's on a broad scale. Now, let's bring it down to us. How does he do that? Uh, Officer Azaniah. And one hand. Okay. Um, the way he pushed uh, drugs into our neighborhoods. Okay. Put guns in Chicago. Okay. I like uh, that. That's how I like. I like specifics. Guns. And sh- you, call, you know this. Check this out, y'all. Check this out. You know that there is no gun shops in the city of Chicago. There are no gun shops in the city of Chicago, and they are—they're known. What, what's their name? They call them Chirac. How do they get that name? Where them guns coming from? Esau. Go ahead. Section eight, taking the man out of the household. Okay, that's another way. Okay, hold on. Let me see what Abel got in the back. Then we're gonna bring it to the front. What do you got, Abel? Yeah, redlining and also um, no jobs. Okay, that's how they limit population. Okay, uh, break it up here to Soldier Aaron. Remember, my, my question was, how do they limit our population amongst us? Uh, mass incarceration. Uh, Three-strike rule. Mass incarceration. Right. That's a good one. Officer Daniel, let's see what you got. Flint, Michigan. Flint, uh, Kem- Michigan. Biological warfare. Okay, okay, that's enough. Now, y'all said a lot of good stuff, but y'all, y'all, missed, y'all missed this one. Um... Here's my question. Um, When it comes to women, what is their most prized possession? I'm not going to ask the women because it's unpermitted for them to speak. What is their most? Oh, listen, we got their hand up in the back. Jabez, soldier Jabez. (laughs) Come on, that's an inside joke. You single brothers don't know. Go ahead, go ahead, soldier Jabez. What? What is? What is it? Children. Oh, what's their prize possession? You should know this. No, sit down, no. He got sit down. What's their prize possession? Sit down. Uh, what's, what's, the, what's your wife's love, ladies? Now bring it up an officer Tobias. <laughs> bring it up an officer Tobias. <laughs> bring it up, dude. What is that? What is that? Oh, I know he you, He's in the marriage group, right? Stand on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. Say it with your chest. How you do that, bro? No. All right, hey, hey, give it to yeah, Brother Ruben. Yeah, Check it back. Off too. Yeah. Brother Ruben, stand up. You got to stand up so you know where you're at. The power that they possess through their bodies. Uh, he was general. Was that Mac over there? Max, uh, yeah, give it to Max over Stand up. Give it to a Judite. All the Judites know. They don't want to know. Uh, yes, sir. I think it's uh, trans uh, parenthood. Uh, last one, man. Break it up front. Break it up Lemuel, front. Lemuel, Cap, he know. He know. Give it to Lemuel. I know he one. know. He know this one. Go ahead, brother. Even though I'm from the tribe of Gad, <laughs> that is their hair. Oh, they hair. Let's prove it. Go to First Corinthians eleven fifteen. Yeah. First Corinthians eleven fifteen. 
The book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 11 and verse 15. 11, verse 15. Read. But if a woman have long hair, it is a glory to her. It's a what? A glory to her. That's the woman's glory is her hair. What's to the title of today's class? It's called, This is America Population Control. Her woman's hair is her glory, right? Why? You, we know, you, now you read right here, it says a woman have long hair. It's her glory. So Paul's letting you know what it used to be like, sisters. But you already know. Isaiah 3. Isaiah 3, 16. Let's see why he pull it up into a knot. The book of Isaiah, chapter 3 and verse 16. Moreover, the Lord saith, because the daughters of Zion are haughty. They haughty, they they too high on they self. Go ahead. And walk with stretched forth necks. You can't tell, you know that stretched forth neck, you can't tell me nothing. You know they be like, here's what tell you ain't my daddy. Do just like that. You ain't my daddy. Sure did. Sure did. <laughs> my child ain't gonna get you. Sure did. That stretched forth neck. Read on. And wanton eyes. That lustful, seductive eyes. Give it every man that mm, look. Go ahead. Walking and mincing as they go. And making a tinkling with their feet. Trying to be heard. Therefore, the Lord will smite with a scab the crown of the head of the daughters of Zion. Uh-huh. Because and of all of that in verse 16. Read on. And the Lord will discover their secret parts. Now jump up to verse 24. Verse 24. And it shall come to pass that instead of a sweet smell, now remember he said he going he gonna discover your secret parts. Yeah, I hear you got your neck all like this. You you know you're doing whatever, spread eagle to whoever. I you know what you know what why it, it just hit me. Who saw the video on Facebook that nine to five Negroes ain't no good? Oh, oh I gotta bring it up. It's too much cussing. We got kids in here. Oh man. Uh, Hey, hey, you gotta get the details of it, Cap. I, ain't got, I, ain't I didn't got see it. I didn't see it. What's it going see into? See if you can find the video, man. What's it going into? It's going into two hood rats. One, one's a straight hood rat. One is foot like dragons. one's a foot dragon. One's a hood rat. Foot and dragon. nine to five jobs ain't good. Right. She, she said. She said. See, I want a man. When I, I need the money, I need it now. I don't need no that, That's good enough. Don't pull the video up. They doing it. She said, I said, need the money I'm, now. Right. So I don't need a man that has I can't to wait to the end of the week to right. get that. I need one of them hustler. Go get it all right now. That's what she said. Lord said, oh, okay. Let me give you some stink down there. Put some stank on it. Uh, read verse 24. Verse 24. And it shall come to pass that instead of a sweet smell, there shall be a stink. And instead of a girdle, a rent. You're going to be overweight. Go ahead. And instead of well-set hair, bald, he gonna snatch your hair. Now that's the that's the curse, right? For the glory, you you know y'all pride. You, nobody can't tell you nothing. You know the white man that emboldened you with his population control, and you didn't even know he was using it on you. He emboldened you with that, right? Now we know that stuff. That's from us. God gave it to us, right? But see, this is what Esau does. He he um, increases. Our sin to be even more detrimental to us as a people. Pull up the uh, video. Hazardous hair products are being marketed to black women. Let's watch this video. 
population control. This is, see, y'all named all that stuff, but you didn't name this. And there's more women out here than it is us. Pull up the, the video. Let it play. Black women on any given day put tons of products in our hair. Deep conditioners, leave-in conditioners, relaxers, gel, edge control. We don't just wake up like this. But looking this good can come with a steep price. And I'm not talking about money, honey. Today's baggage, hazardous hair products. If we're talking black hair products, we gotta talk about chemicals. No, because black folks have tremendous spending power. In fact, we spend about $1.2 trillion a year on average. Y'all, this is $1.2 trillion that we have to spend on stuff. And when it comes to the ethnic hair market, we've got that on a lock. In 2017, African Americans were responsible for 54 million of the 63 million dollars spent in the ethnic hair industry. And the black dollar is valued at 473 million dollars in the general hair care industry. But this should be no surprise. It's pretty well known that for better or worse, black women love to maintain their mane. Maybe it's because we've been indoctrinated with Eurocentric standards of beauty from before we could even comb our own hair. Straight hair was deemed beautiful, so for decades, black women spent much of their time and resources making sure that their hair Look met the standard. Fried, dyed, and laid to the side. In the 1970s, the black power movement spread ideologies of pride and self-love. Black women moved away from chemically straightened hair and wore their hair naturally as an act of resistance. Today you'll notice that there's a resurgence of the natural hair movement. We're embracing an array of textures and styles. But Lanye ain't cutting it and we gotta keep the curls popping. Hence the never-ending hunt for the perfect hair care product. With all the money that we pour into hair care and the shelves of products we lather into our scalps, what does this mean for our health? Black women are some of the most yes, overexposed and underprotected to toxic chemicals in personal care products. This is Marissa Chan, environmental research and policy manager at Black Woman Wellness LA, a nonprofit that aims to promote the health and health services of black women. Her organization partnered with the Silent Spring Institute for a 2016 study looking at 18 different hair products. Their findings were disturbing. There are a lot of toxic chemicals in black women's oh. hair products. Now listen to this, y'all. A lot of toxic chemicals in the hair products. See, that's why I started out with the major world publicity. And remember, I opened up about Esau is able to control the way you think through his mass media to where you won't think about the little details that's destroying you on a daily basis as a people. So basically, what you're bringing out is the same way that we all trying to avoid corona. We need to avoid the rest of these other Boom, there you go. chemicals. There you go. Everything that's coming out, we need to treat that the same way we treat the doggone coronavirus. There you go. Avoid it. You got it. You hit it. I'm glad you put it out there. Let's go back to it. Now listen to the chemicals that she's about to, to bring out that women, some of the truth still, and it's most of our women in the world subject themselves to just... To look like they oppress her. Because if you want straight hair, you can straighten natural hair. 
Oh, you got to get the little whatever you call them things. What's them things called? You don't know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Colored iron. I've been having woolly hair all my life. I don't know what that stuff's called. All right, let's go. Let's go to it. There are a lot of toxic chemicals in black women's hair products. To name a few, one would be formaldehyde. Formaldehyde is a carcinogen or a cancer-causing agent. Can the population increase if you got cancer? Yeah and nay, brothers. Okay, let's go back to it. It is found quite often in Brazilian blowouts as well as it's off-gassed from a lot of... See, you know why I did this? Because no other kingdom think they exempt. See, no, we don't do all of that stuff. We good. We got that all here, all right. We good. You be putting that stuff in your hair, too. I just wanted to bring it out. Go ahead. Preservatives. Sodium and calcium hydroxide are found in hair perms or hair relaxers, and they can cause burns or lesions and let other toxic chemicals into your body through the burns or lesions. And lastly, I would say phthalates. Uh, a toxic chemical, these phthalates are hormone mimickers and they can impact your reproductive health depending on time. Hey, hey, that's heavy. That's heavy, man. What is that? Fibroids? All types of stuff that causes women to not be able to have kids. Starts in your head. Go ahead, officer. Yeah, they, they brought up they brought up an article. It was a video that they linked their hair products to fibroids. Yeah, they did. But see, this is but see, we don't think about this because it's not mass hysteria media. Hmm. I'm telling you, man. Esau is the damn devil. Yeah. Because he'll he'll first give you the social media, he'll give you all the images, to, so those that hate themselves will fall into the trap. Yep, they'll fall into the trap trap, and guess what happens? You're done for. Yep, you're suffering in the long run. Yep. So all that in one shampoo or what is that perm yeah. inside of a perm? So if you hate yourself, trying to look good, trying to look like your oppressor. This is what's waiting on you. Yeah. And then on, on top of that, he starts it off by putting those images in front of you. So let the video play. Watch this. Go, go, let the video they can play. impact your reproductive health depending on time of exposure. The study also found high concentrations of endocrine disruptors or chemicals that mimic hormones that naturally occur in our bodies. In the Do you think it's a coincidence that perms have go back to it go back to that thing it has endoc endoc what is it endocrine endocrine disruptors that mimic the genes in our body you think it's by coincidence hey she said it mimics the genes you already have you already got it and blocks them and blocks them you think that's by coincidence hmm let it play. Endocrine disruptors are linked to health effects like reproductive disorders, early puberty, birth defects, asthma, and cancer. Hey, stop, stop, stop. Go, go, go back. back, go 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 back. Yeah. Early puberty. Y'all done seen some 10 year olds 
that that they got a bigger broad than my grandma. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be real with you, Cap. Yeah, yeah. Look like they. You don't see some elementary school that that look like they 35. Yep. <laughs> That's why, man, for the stuff put in their head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go back. Let it play. I gotta get through this. Some of the biggest offenders have been around forever, and even have a thing in their jingles. Tell me if you know this one. Show hands, sister. You ain't gotta say nothing if you know that jingle right yeah, that, there. That's Some old of y'all embarrassed. School. We already know. They got to tell us. That's old school. That right thing there. came with the tape. It came with the tape that you could play it. Good. That's indoctrination. Hey, look, look. Remember one of the ways of population control. Quiet down, brothers. The way of population control was to indoctrinate who? Children. Put a jingle, put the face on there, put the little tape on there, the tape in there so they can play it. It's a jingle. It's fine. Mama, I want another one of those just for me. Seven, eight years old. Every few weeks, you putting that in your head. Right there. Oh, man. Just, just, to, just to line some things up. No, no, I got time for scripts. I got to go. No, 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 no script. Okay, no script. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just because we read Isaiah chapter three about how the sisters, the Israelite sisters, were gonna be bald here. This this perm thing and everything like that. When sisters growing up, sisters know about it. They had a song down here for them. Bald head scallywag. Oh you yeah, yeah. Even touch your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Everybody knew that one. Everybody knew that one. Yep. Hey, let's go to First Corinthians seven thirty one. So that's a part of population control. That permit of hair. Sisters, some brothers doing that stuff too. Yeah, Snoop Dogg, he be permit his hair too. S girl, all of that. First Corinthians 7 and 1. 7 and 31. 31. First Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 31. And they that use this world as not abusing it, for the fashion of this world. Passive away. God is letting you know the beauty, the standard of beauty of this world will be no more. It's going to pass away. Go to Revelation 21, 3 through 5. I'm going to show you this. It's going to pass away. The book of Revelation, chapter 21 and verse 3. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. That's talking about Israel. Go ahead. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. The what? The former things are passed away. Including fashion. You, you ain't, ain't no more dressing like these heathens no more when that time comes. Ain't no more, the hairstyles is going to be gone. Ain't gonna be, no bleach in your skin. All of that's going to be passed away. Read verse 5. Verse 5. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all... All things new. I make what? All things new. You know what that, read or finish it out. And he said unto me, Right, for these words are true and faithful. You know what that means? Everybody's going back to the original standards of beauty from God. That means everybody, including you, Northern Kingdom, 
You're going back to the original standards of how God created you in the beginning. How he, how he sees you. So you know what that means? You ain't walking in there with no perm slick backs. Sprinkle some of that spiritual on you. That's a froth. That you. means, that means say goodbye to the plancha. No more plancha anymore. What is that? I don't know That's that like the, the hot comb or the... Yeah. It's a straighten out of your hair. Getting rid of all of that. It's a done deal. Everybody's going back to that original. Go to Daniel 7 and 9. You might like it now because that's the desires that uh, of man, your fleshly stuff, but that ain't the, uh, the desire of God. He don't think like we think. You might like it, but it might be like he's just putting up with it for now. I can't, I can't wait until I have to, I can, the prophecies fulfilled. I send my son back so I can make all things new again. Cause this place is disgusting. Daniel chapter 7 and verse 9. I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the ancient of days did sit, uh-huh. whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. Everybody going back to that pure, beautiful, woolly hair like God got. That's going to be the standard of beauty. And you brothers that's lack hair, you're going to get a head full of hair. You just endure. Us uh, patchy beard brothers, we gonna get it. We gonna get that full. We gonna get the Aaron beard. Can't wait on that day. I'm gonna endure. I gotta fast and pray tonight. Now go to Revelation one fourteen. Leave that image up there. Let's read Revelation one fourteen. The book of Revelation, chapter one and verse fourteen. We almost finished. His head and his hairs were white, like wool. Uh-huh, the texture woolly, just like his father's. Go ahead. As white as snow. Pure white. Go ahead. And his eyes were as a flame of fire. Uh-huh. And his feet, like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace. Everybody going to look like that. That's going to be the standard of beauty. You're going to see dark-skinned brothers like Cap Gag, Cap Severus walk through. They'll be like, man, that brother got a, he got good skin. You got a good complexion, brother. Wish I could get it like that. Ain't gonna be no more downplaying on on uh what what they used to say. Oh man, you black like uh Africans, you African booty scratch, man. You black as hell. Ain't gonna be no words like that no more. You man, you as black as midnight. You black, you black, you black like the ace of spades. You black like ain't, no, ain't gonna be none of that. Yeah. Call you tar baby. Be tar baby. Ain't gonna be none of that. Tar baby. You gonna walk in like, man, you got a beautiful black complexion. Hey, light skin gonna be out of style in the kingdom. That's bro. it. That gonna have light skin gonna be out of style in the kingdom. Have to catch up. We already rehearsing the righteous act. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kat, hey, Kat, that's like that little girl when the uh, the the woman that was doing her hair. She said, "I'm ugly." Yeah, so that video. video that yeah, video, the little girl. She was about like six years old. A woman was doing her hair. She said, listen, I'm ugly. She said, no, you're not. Yep. She had to go and tell Cause Charlotte. Because her, her dark skin, skin. She, yep. it's been hair. demonized here. Population control. Um, now, let's go to another uh, population control of Israel, ourselves. Show me the image of Billy Porter. Hey, hey, while you look for that cap, I just want to say something. Yeah. You know how uh, the reason why a lot of us is scared of corona it's because the white man's scared of Corona. Yep. The reason why I say it's because, Cap, you just brought out a lot of things that's been killing us for centuries. But yet, we still lack that fear for those things the way we have fear over this coronavirus. Yeah. The reason why we fear this coronavirus is because Esau tell us to fear the coronavirus. Yep. You got to ask yourself, am I scared because the white man is scared? 
gotta ask yourself that. Yep, exactly right. Uh, pull up that image of him. We scared, massa. Drop the bars. Drop the bars. Yeah, that's him, man. Drop the bars and z- can you zoom in on that? Cap, hold on. Who is this? That's a man, Billy Porter. He's an entertainer. Yeah, zoom in. I wanna. I wanna. Yeah, look that's at the that. best man. Nah, the movie. You never see the movie, The Best Man. Yeah, but that ain't him. No, no, no. Nah, that's S. Tate Diggs. You talking? Oh, about. this is Billy Porter with a feathered gold fleece, whatever blouse on, with a flowing modest dress with some heels. You talking about population control? Boom. Now look, check this out. Quiet down. I know you're excited. <laughs> The, the reason why this is so detrimental to us, the population control, show me where Esau walks out in the public like that. Where do they push that on, on they people like that? You don't see that. Where do the Chinese people do that? Where are the Arab people doing that? No, they are giving people like that that want to push that. They give them more and more contracts, more and more television shows, more and more exposure. Uh, I can't take no more Simpson. I can't. I gotta. I gotta go on. Now here's what I'm talking about. More and more. Go to the article. Right. We talking about Billy Porter confirms population control. Wait. Let's go. Billy Porter confirms that his virgin version of fairy godmother will be genderless. His version of the fairy godmother will be genderless. Read in new live action Cinderella. And the- what? What did he say? The kids are ready. The what? The kids are ready. The kids are ready to see a man play a fairy godmother. Oh, no, we're going to get there. Scroll down. He said the kids are ready. Who you think put him up to that? Whose kids are ready, though? Um, can we do away with the ads at all? Can, can you help us out? Okay. All right. Read what you got, man. Billy Porter continues to turn heads with his iconic style that blurs gender lines. And the pose star is preparing to bring that quality to the big screen with his next role. He recently revealed that his version of the fairy godmother in next year's live action Cinderella will be genderless. Now let's see another. Look at this. Stop. Stop. Look. That dude look like Darkwing Duck. He gonna be the fairy godmother on whatever Cinderella. Read on. The 50-year-old... 50-year-old. Go ahead. ...told CBS, it hit me when I was on set last week how profound it is that I am playing the fairy godmother. They call it the Fab G. Magic has no gender. We are presenting this character as genderless. At least that's how I'm playing it. And it's really powerful. But Porter doesn't appear to be scared of the potential conservative backlash such as a groundbreaking role could attract. He added, this is a classic. This is a classic fairy tale for a new generation. Mm. I think the new gen- that the new generation is really ready. The kids are ready. It's the grown-ups that are slowing stuff down. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he 
he said the new generation. You know why the kids are ready? The new generation, we can change their minds. Is because is because we've got access to them through what, brothers? Media. It's the parents. They they slowing stuff down. We can reach them quickly through the media. They ready. The next generation is ready to be like me. Therefore, there won't be as many of us out there no more because they won't be attracted to the opposite sex. Because I'm gonna. I look look. I'm gonna show you this. Um. Uh. I'll check this out. I'm gonna show you something. Now let's talk about the children, right? Finish that article out. Oh, Lord. Lord. Wait a minute. Pull up the article that I just posted. Is that, is that him again? See, this is what he's saying the kids are ready for. Walk around dressed like women. Pull up an article. And, and look, and this is, this is how he's hell-bent on pushing this on your kids. Not on Esau's. Your kids. Read that. Billy Porter claps back at critics slamming his decision to wear dress on Sesame Street. On what? On Sesame Street. You know how innocent Sesame Street used to be? Now he on there wearing dresses on Sesame Street. The kids are ready. He's pushing it. He's just one of many, right? This is why God says this. Proverbs 22 and 6. Proverbs 22 and 6. The book of Proverbs, chapter 22 and verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, the reason God says you have to train them up is because Esau is after them. They are after them. And it's not going to be right up in your face. It's going to be uh, uh, slow and methodical throughout the generations. Right? Esau's after you have to train them up. Give me that in uh, Proverbs 78 and 1. Psalms uh, 78 and 1. Psalms 78, and let's read 1 through 8. The book of Psalms, chapter 78 and verse 1. Give ear, O my people, to my law. To my what? To my law. So this is what you got to train them up in. You can't slack on it, brothers. You can't slack on it, sisters, because Esau ain't never slacking. You know how you know Esau ain't never slacking? The TV don't even go off no more. It's 24 hours of what? What is it called? 24 hours of what? Programming. 24 hours of programming to get them to be where they want them to be. So you can't slack in the law of God. And what you supposed to do with it? Read up. Jump down to verse uh, 3. Verse 3. Which we have heard and known. Who they hear it from. Read on. And our fathers have told. It first start with you man. You got to teach up the woman and then she going to teach up the children. Read on. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel. And he did what with it? Read. Which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, Uh that the generation to come might know them. 
even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children. Now, linking it together, remember, he said, he said, what's slowing stuff down? It's the what? The old generation. This new generation is ready. Why? Because people, the parents ain't teaching the kids the laws. So they are, they are fully, their spirit is fully open to accept whatever. There is no barriers to say that ain't right. Unless the law of God is applied and taught to them when they see that, they be like, Daddy, what the hell he got on? What old mama got on? You already know. What a, what a man not supposed to wear? Man ain't supposed to be wearing no dress, Daddy. You're right. But you got to instill that in them. You can't slack on it, right? And, and, and remember, I'm, I'm showing you this. If you want to slack on it, this is what is waiting for your, your babies, your kids now that's in that age right now. Can you pull up the fruit roll-up challenge? Hey, hey, hold on, Cap, before you do that. Oh, 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 hold on, Cap, before you do it. Who here know about the fruit roll-up challenge? Sisters, y'all know about the fruit roll-up challenge? I just found out just now when you posted it. I want y'all to pay attention and, and, and watch who, who's doing it and who's in the background watching it done. Go ahead, go ahead. Play it. Play the video, man. That's the full roll up challenge, y'all. Who gonna be the first one to, to back out from kissing? But that's some gig. That's some sodomite. sodomite stuff, man. This ain't no joke. But watch this. This is what's going on in these schools, y'all. Yeah. What are you at? They had a track field. Yep. Them high school kids. That's your teenagers. This is going on in schools, man. That's the ones that ain't been taught the law of God to say, hey, man, what the hell? Oh, man, it ain't part of none of this. Read, can we read verse, uh, read verse 6? Verse 6. Quick. That the generation come. Medium. Go. Might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation. A what? A stubborn and rebellious generation. Stubborn and rebellious against God. Because they ain't been taught the laws of God. Therefore, like I said, they susceptible to anything. These young kids' minds is, and 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 you know, and the thing is, we live in a society where anything goes, and you can't tell them uh, they're wrong because you got to let them live their life. So therefore, some dumbass dude made up a fruit roll up challenge between dudes. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Uh, all right, now look. It get worse. It get worse. Go to the next article. You don't want to trade up your your child in the law of God? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right here. Pull it. Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Oh yeah. Play it. Your son gonna start walking like this. Run it back again. Run it back again. Hey, but you gotta look at it though. Who y'all think told him to walk like? That? Yep. The woman. No, no, no. Not Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade don't walk like that. Look at him. Dwayne Wade got a little bounce to him. 
wild, bro. He let he let his son lead him to death. Amazing, y'all. We can't make this stuff up. Hey, but you know what's crazy though? You know what scripture says? Quiet down, y'all. Foolishness is a bound in the heart of a child. Yep. The Bible tell you that at some point in time, you go. I don't know if you ever seen that Kevin Hart uh, uh, stand up where he catch his son do some oh, yeah. sodomitish. Yeah. And he stop. Think that's gay. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> All our kids gonna do some suspect stuff because they foolish. Yep. They st- stupid. It's your job to nip it in the bud right there. When you don't nip it in the bud, that's what you get. You get that. Dang, that's nasty. And fruit roll-up challenges. And they're going to start dressing like Billy Porter. Uh, Okay, uh, go to Baruch chapter 6. Let's read 1 through 7. We're almost done here. Baruch chapter 6. Let's read 1 through 7. Baruch chapter 6 and verse 1. Because of the sins which ye have committed before God, ye shall be led away captives into Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar, king of the Babylonians. Nebuchadnezzar, king of the Babylonians. Now, this is ancient Babylon. Now, we in modern-day Babylon. What's the scripture that show this is modern-day Babylon in the book of Revelation? We know, we've been going over this. 20s? You want to answer this question? I guess not. What is it, Daniel? Go to Officer Daniel. Stand up. Get the mic. Real quick. Come on. I ain't got much time. Revelation 11 and 8. Revelation 11 and 8. Nope. I don't like that one. Revelation 17, 18. Let's go to that one. Revelation 17, 18. Real quick. The book of Revelation, chapter 17 and verse 18. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city. That great city. That great country. Which reigneth over the kings of the earth. That reigns, that rules over the kings of the earth. Now jump back up, think it's like verse 5. Verse 5. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great. Babylon the Great is the city that rules over all the kingdoms of the earth today, known as America. Now let's go back. Let's go back to uh, Baruch chapter 6. Baruch chapter 6 and verse let's read verse 1 on down again verse 1 because of the sins which ye have committed before God ye shall be led away captives into Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar king of the Babylonians uh-huh. so when you become unto Babylon ye shall remain there many years and for a long season namely seven generations and after that I will bring you away peaceably from thence so with seven generations in the physical land now it's been for Hundreds of years, centuries now, right? Read on. Now shall ye see in Babylon gods of silver. Now, and when of, you go to this place, Babylon, you're going to see gods of silver. Read on. And of gold. Uh-huh. And of wood. Borne upon shoulders, which cause the nations to fear. Mm-hmm. Be- beware, therefore, that ye in no wise be like to strangers. Now, God is warning you, beware, therefore, that ye in no wise be like to the strangers. Don't envy your oppressors. Choose none of his ways. Your enemies is found liars. Read on. Neither be ye afraid of them. When ye see the multitude before them and behind them, worshiping them. Now, because, because everybody is following along right after them, you don't follow in that same fear right behind them. Read on. But say ye in your heart. In your mind, say what? O Lord, 
We must worship thee. It, what is uh what did uh, Peter say? He said we worship um God and not man. We don't care what the rest of the world is doing. We don't care what the rest of the world believes. We worship God. Read that again. Verse 6. But say ye in your hearts, O Lord, we must worship thee. Uh Uh-huh. For mine angel is with you. God is telling you, my who's that angel that's with us? Who's that angel? Isn't brother Isaac? We've been going over uh, a lot for the last few weeks. What's that special angel that is with us? Turn the mic on for him. Christ. Christ. The same way that he was with us where? Where was he at with us? Where, brothers? In the wilderness. I shall send my angel ahead of you. He shall guide you. Listen to all that he says. The same thing here. Christ is guiding us. Uh, Read verse 7 again. Verse 7. For mine angel is with you, and I myself caring for your soul. Most High does what? Caring for your soul. The Most High cares for our souls. That's why I said with that, with the going back to what I opened up with, the mass hysteria and the media, we don't buy into that. We In these times, we activate uh, the uh, faith. We activate faith in Christ, faith in the Most High, because we know that he cares for our souls. And I don't know, if, I think Captain Gas said, this is a tested time for us. Are you going to trust in man or are you going to trust in the Lord? I'm going to say, you ain't going to be stupid going around doing things that, that cause you to get sick. But at the end of the day, are you going to uh, walk out on faith and trust the Most High? Or are you going to uh, take heed to what they keep pushing in your face through their mouth to deceive you? Um, now let's go to, yeah, go ahead. Real quick, get Surat 1 and 29 real quick. Surat one twenty nine, real quick. The book of Surat, chapter one and verse twenty nine. Be not an hypocrite in the sight of men. Read it again. Be not an hypocrite in the sight of men. It's real hypocritical for us to um, be scared of coronavirus, but not be afraid of sin. Mm. It's very hypocritical of us Dang. to be afraid of this. But not afraid to gossip. Be afraid of this, but not afraid to hold grudges. Mm. It's real hypocritical of us to be like that. Read that again. That's heavy. Be not an hypocrite. God says, don't be a hypocrite to be afraid of this, but then we still perm in our hair. Read it again. Be not an hypocrite in the sight of men. Read on. And take good heed what thou speakest. God says, be careful what you say. Be careful how you act, because if you're a hypocrite, God going to deal with you. Yep. All right. So uh, in Babylon, right, trusting in the Lord, this is what Paul told us to do. Let's go back to Ephesians. We're going to end it on this. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 13. On down. The book of Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, uh-huh. that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. God telling you, protect yourself, not with a damn mask and gloves and goggles and trash bags, like we see all the non-believers of our people doing. Protect yourself with the word. Read it again. The whole armor of God. That's your protection. That's what your protection is. God said that my word is a shield and a buckler. But if you lack faith, it won't protect you. It'll be a, 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 a what is that? A, a, a creak, clink, clink, gap, chink. It'll be a chink in your armor. 
And then the and then that ungodliness of the world will creep through there and stick to you. And then it'll destroy your spirit. Really, you worried worried about it destroying lungs and catching cancer from uh, perming your hair and the sodomite ways catching um, AIDS and stuff like that. Let let unbelief creep in, and it's going to destroy your soul. Read that again, verse thirteen. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Uh Uh-huh, verse 18. Praying always. Doing what? Praying always. Doing what? Praying always. Praying always. Read on. With all spirit and supplication in the spirit. Uh-huh. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. That watching thereunto with all perseverance is making sure you ain't no dummy. You see the signs of the times that are coming about. You see those days. You pray. You get your your spirit right. You endure to the end, and you walk in in faith and not in fear. All right. Read that again. Verse uh, eighteen. Verse eighteen. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So protect yourself with the word of God. And make sure that you don't get caught up in Esau's tactics, his deceitfulness of population control. Because at the end of the day, play, hey, play the sound bite again. Play the sound bite. This is what? This is America. All right. We'll end it on that. All praise to the most high. We used to scream black power while Heron was pushed. But at the end of the day, nothing's in vain. IUIC has been given a vision. The tents of Judah has risen. Many has attempted the mission. Minor murmuring, omitting, and missing the mark. Just reading that he had the flame of fire in his eyes gave us the spark. We on Paul's mission. We out on the road, purple and gold. From Mexico, Cuba, Haiti, Ghana, Sierra Leone, 144,000 boots banging, concrete crackling. These are our men repented at heart. The scriptures is proof. IUIC, we deliver the truth.